Hello and welcome to the Empowerment Code podcast. I'm Christina, your Empowerment Coach. And my intention for this podcast is to really inspire you, educate you, motivate you, and of course, empower you to realize your fullest potential. And so today's topic is all about the power of focus and how this forms and shapes our reality. And getting what you want is really about understanding something called the reticular activating system, which is in short, for short, RAS, if you want to call it, call it RAS for short. Um, and this is really what I like to call the librarian in our mind. So this is really all about realizing that all of the resources that we need are within us. We don't have to um, reach for anything external. Everything is actually within us. So what I mean by that, so if we think about our mind-body connection, what I mean by, by that is that 2 billion pieces of information are received per second in our minds. And this is all based on our, our body. So all of our senses, so everything that we see, everything that we touch, um, we hear, we smell. So these are all um, really important parts of the information that we receive. And then we've got our internal filters and how we begin to filter that information because that's a lot of information. So we filter this information based on our attitudes, our values, our beliefs, um, our memories, our past memories, our decisions, and our language. And then based on these internal filters, we start to delete information and distort it and generalize it. So it's really, um, this is really because we need to reduce the overwhelming amount of information coming through the five senses. So basically the nervous system deletes, distorts, and generalizes information. And it's these internal filters formed and maintained by the unconscious mind that tell the RAS what information to sort for. So usually things that confirm an individual's long-held beliefs and expectations. So I like to call this the librarian, the librarian in our mind. So sometimes we process all of this information in a way that robs us from options, therefore our power. So we can consciously utilize this function to empower ourselves by choosing the way we want to see and act in the world. So if I bring something to your awareness, you know, we can't focus on what we don't want. If we're focusing on that, this is going to form our reality. So what, uh, when I think about the meaning of things, you know, nothing has meaning except the meaning that we actually give up, give things. So I want you to not look, um, I want you to not focus your attention at your foot right now. Just don't focus your attention on your left foot, okay? And I want you to you just don't focus on the back of your head, okay? The very back of your head. Don't focus on that. <laughs> so how did that go? It's really difficult, right? So when, yeah, we just, we can't focus on what we don't want. We keep focusing on that. That's going to be what you get. So let's talk about how we delete information. Okay, so deleting all this incoming information is simply the process of leaving out just the large amounts of data to avoid this sensory overload. 
So we only pay attention to certain aspects of our experience, right, based on our internal filters. So we get what we focus on um, and we can't experience what we delete. So the experience of life is largely dependent upon what individuals are deleting at any given moment. For example, um, you know, if we're, we're looking for something that's right in front of us and we can't find it, right? We can't find it because it's, it's right there, but we're deleting it. And same with our nose, right? Our nose is on our face and we can't actually see it. It's not in our conscious awareness because we can't actually see it. We're deleting it. Um, or you might not recognize a colleague from work that is at the shopping center at first because it's out of context, right? The, the rest is not sorting for that face in that place at that time. So it's really, really interesting, right? Same with distorting information. So when we, as with deletion, the ability to distort is a very important function of the nervous system. Okay, so the, it consists of creating and imagining as well as interpreting and ascribing this meaning to a set of data. Like I said, nothing has meaning except the meaning that we give it. So although a number of the same people can experience an event or watch a movie, they distort or interpret it differently. Okay. Um, another example could be when we see someone that we, we know, but it actually turns out to be a stranger. Okay. Or we're seeing our ex around every corner because that person is on our mind. Um, or we see this red VW that we just bought. We see that everywhere on the roads. So it's not just by chance that this happens. It's what we're filtering for. The third way that we filter information is generalization. So by generalizing, we organize information to see a theme or overall picture, but often the generalization, you know, it can lead to sweeping assumptions. I mean, it's a valuable process which allows people to remember and categorize what they've learned, but it just causes us to make these assumptions. So, you know, generalizations can either benefit or limit individuals because generalizations make up our belief systems. And generalizations may be based on individual experiences as well as socially and culturally related issues such as gender, age, religion, or occupation. But unfortunately, we generalize in ways that eliminate choices for ourselves. So think about what you say you could never do. I could never be successful or I could never X, Y, Z. So of course, you're never going to be able to do that. If that's what you focus on, that's what you believe. Or you can't make money, right? You can't make money without cheating people. So this is when we're using our generalization function in a disempowering way. And with our internal filters, what people delete, distort and generalize depends on their internal filters. So our internal filters determine what we focus on what we look for, what we sought for, as well as what is left out of our experience of reality. And these filters are created by our upbringing, our environment, our significant emotional experiences. Internal filters absolutely determine experience because they are the criteria used to sort the 2 million bits of information received every second. So together, internal filters comprise our mindset. Yet most of these filters, the very things that determine the experience of life, 
were established so long ago they are now obscured or completely hidden from our awareness. People assume their reality reflects an absolute truth. So having minds set already a certain way doesn't allow room for changes or for the expansion of spheres of influence. So how can people expect to get more out of life if they think and act in the same way and possibly their ancestors always have? One definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again while expecting different results, right? So those who are not finding, or sorry, those that are finding they're not achieving at the level of that they wish they could um, or, you know, that the level they, they know they're capable of, they can change their mindset and internal filters and thereby change their outcomes. Internal filters that include values or they do include values beliefs attitudes memories decisions language they consist of creating and imagining as well as interpreting or ascribing the meaning to everything so let's talk about bringing awareness to your thoughts your beliefs um, how you speak to yourself things you say to yourself because awareness precedes change So describe for me, if, you, if you're interested in really um, elevating your life, you know, get your journal out and describe what the current level of performance and results are in certain areas of your life. They could be to do with wellness, income, direction, lifestyle, love. Are you losing or are you getting beat in these areas? What limiting habits are affecting your results? What negative patterns or triggers are holding you back? What beliefs do you have that are no longer serving you? And think about this. If you change nothing, what is the likely outcome in three years' time? These are really important empowering questions. You know, the, the, um, the quality of your life is really dependent on the quality of your questions that you ask yourself. So I hope you really enjoyed this information. What I'd love you to do is to start to recognize how you frame up your day with a positive outcome. So this starts to become super powerful for you. If you're thinking about I'll give you some examples. So you, you wake up late, you've, you've hit the snooze button a couple of times, you wake up a little bit late, get out of bed, you've already, you're already in panic mode, okay? So you're already telling yourself that your day's off to a terrible start and then you might stub your toe and then that's the second thing that's happened and you're like, what's going to happen next? Just one more thing because you believe that things come in threes and, of course, the next thing that happens is you drop hot coffee all over yourself and your day just pretty much keeps rolling out in this way and then you get home and you've told your family you've had the worst day but but you can change that you know oh well that happened that's not going to affect the rest of my day my day is going to be wonderful so what is your intention for today what will you achieve today what are you looking forward to today as opposed to what else can go wrong today who else is going to upset me today? It's all too hard. I might as well 
give up. So I really want to thank you for listening today and being here with me following along on my podcast. If you have any questions in relation to this podcast or you'd like to know more about my coaching services, please go ahead and DM me at my Instagram page, the underscore empowerment underscore code. Have a beautiful day and I'll connect with you soon. Bye.